We are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. Um, we are wrapping up the end of 2021, <sighs> and it feels kind of good, doesn't it? Yes. Maybe a little bit? Yes. It really feels like we're turning a page here, um, and it feels really good. So, uh, Llewellyn, what did you do for Christmas, and what are your plans for the new year or like new year's eve um christmas i actually spent it on the beach which didn't feel like christmas at all um no dang no and i didn't really want to spend it on the beach but we had family in town um and they're not from here so they're like let's do the beach so Mm. we did that for most of the day um and then not much else came home some of that family, actually, they were at Disney for a couple of days last week, and a few of them got, like, some food poison, pretty bad food poisoning. Um, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> that so sucks. It was kind of like a low-key Christmas, which was okay, because we didn't really do a whole lot. It was just a lot of sitting around the house and playing games, which is fine. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It didn't feel like Christmas. It hasn't felt like Christmas. And now it's like... We had some chillier days. weather, but now it's like 80s, so it's <gasps> brutal. But yeah, nothing can dampen my Christmas spirits than it feeling warm enough to take a walk outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's such yeah. a bummer. Yeah. So. Um, uh, yeah. How are you doing with the? Uh, this is your first Christmas, right? Without your brother. Um. Second. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh, yeah, because um, it's my second. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, it was good. Um, I actually, because I was like, you know, how, like when you lose somebody, you always have that. I don't know if always, but um, you have like every major thing, their birthday, a holiday or mm. something special in your family. Like there's a moment where it hits you. Um, I feel like once you're removed enough from the initial loss of them, yeah, it's like just I don't know. I guess I, I just kept waiting for that moment to happen. Um, mm. And it did in like the most inconvenient time. Um, but I mean, it was okay. I composed myself and pushed on through because there's not like, I don't know. I feel like last year I did a lot of like, let me just sit in this and be sad. And yeah. I don't know if it's just because I'm closer to my mom now um, down here that like, I don't, I don't want to be like physically sad all the time about it. So, you know, I tried to push through. I think, I don't know. I've had moments and people have asked and, you know, that just makes you think about it more, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. What about you? I think, well, these last couple months for me have been really tough. I feel like because, She So she passed on October 1st, and I moved, like, 20 days after that from one state to another. So I started, like, a new job after, like, within a month or within, like, you know, two weeks of moving. It's, you know, a new, like, going to a new church. And, like, I was just sort of, like, surviving and just really – you're just kind of numb. I think exactly what you said. Like I was just so 
me and my sister had to go right into execution mode to plan like her memorial as soon as she passed because my dad didn't take on any of that and so and then my birthday was at the end of October and then obviously Thanksgiving's at the end of November and then the end of December and like I feel like I was experiencing the loss of like the holiday season traditions this year more so than last year um but more so in like around the anniversary like of her passing so my I guess I guess just my heart really goes out to people who have lost loved ones and you know trying to find ways to give yourself space to grieve you know because I do think that's important while also trying to find ways to have that be incorporated just into their life because it's like the new normal which is just really tough it's a hard balancing act and but yeah, it was it was a really chill Christmas for me this year. I just woke up Christmas morning late because I stayed up late the night before Christmas Eve and just um, went over to uh, my friend Sarah Nathan's house and we just hung out all day. So it was nice. It was chill. That's fun. Which was great because that's how Thanksgiving was and I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, what about New Year's? Um, I don't currently have any plans. Um I'm actually in next week. Is next week? Yeah. New Year's. Wow. A week and a half-ish. Um, I'm moving to my new place. Um, you got a new place. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a monthly update. I love it. <laughs> it is. Um, I mean, I'll be living with a friend that I met in church, and she just bought a house, so we've just been waiting on closing. Also, I apologize, guys. Trash is currently picking up outside, so you're it's probably going to hear it. Um but just let that pass. <laughs> it's so loud. That was hilarious. <laughs> Continue. Um, for all you listeners out there, we are human and noises happen. Um, but yes, she bought a house a couple months ago, and so we've just been waiting on closing. And so that's happening. We're trying to work out all the plans on changing out locks, painting rooms, getting all that. So with yeah. all of that, um, we were going to try to do something, but she had to like last minute pick up some shifts at work she's a nurse that works overnight so um yeah so currently I don't have any plans a lot of the people that I've met down here are out of town visiting family Mm. so it's probably just going to be me and the old folks um which is fine that's usually how it works but we'll see maybe something will come up last minute yeah cool that sounds good uh, I don't know. My friends are getting back in from Florida. They're uh, this week. They're at the beach, so I think just wave in their general direction. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they come back on the thirty first. So I texted them. I was like, "So are we like doing a thing, or are we not?" Um, but I've kind of determined. We've talked about this before on the podcast that like New York cities. Like, Ball Drop is, is like, the one that I grew up with. It's the one that is, like, the largest for the United States. Like, it's it's iconic. And so it – and, and we're, like, an hour behind. Um, so I, I think I'm, like, can we just – can we just watch that and at 11 o'clock call it, like, quits – 
by just watching the New Year's Eve in New York one. Um, but we'll see. Because I think you can live stream it, like, from anywhere, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, okay. Well, that's enough about us. Let's get into um, what is actually, it's going to be a short episode. Um, so, quick thank yous. Um, we just want to thank, first of all, you guys for listening. Thank you. Um, we couldn't do this, obviously, without knowing that there was at least some people listening to us. Otherwise, <laughs> it'd be very dumb to just be doing this by ourselves we could have just scheduled weekly conversations over the phone so thank you for listening thank you for supporting and sharing with your friends um thanks to our guests who come in our friends who come in and feature in episodes with us we had less this year but that just made when they showed up you know more fun so that was awesome and then big shout out to beth our one contributor financially (laughs) to this podcast thanks beth um Beth, I think between you and some of our, um, oh, what are they called? Um, our ads? Our sponsors? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Our, like, ads that we've read between Beth and our ads, we were able to reimburse ourselves essentially for our two microphones that we've been using. So we really appreciate that. That's pretty much our you know physical cost outside of time um so we were able to reimburse those so we really appreciate it um and beth we thank you for just being a monthly contributor um we just appreciate that you are investing into us financially i just think that you know when you put your put your money into a service as a thank you i think it's really sweet i don't know i just appreciate that so um okay and then we thought we'd do something really fun. We're going to botch both of this because it took us almost an entire, like it took us a, just a, under an entire year to go over season three. But we're going to give you guys a season rating um, <laughs> on the entire season three of The One with Friends with episodes like the one with the Princess Leia fantasy. Um, We had our reunion, which technically doesn't count, but the one with Frank Jr., the one with the flashback, the giant poking device, the one with the football, um, the one where Chandler can't remember which sister, the one where Monica and Richard are just friends, the one where Ross and Rachel take a break, the morning after, the ski trip, the tiny t-shirt, and then our last several episodes, which you guys are probably more in remembrance of since we would have just done them. So with episodes like that, Llewellyn, what would be your season three rating? Uh, guys, I got to be honest. I don't remember half the episodes. I mean, I do, but I don't. <laughs> um, probably, oh gosh, I feel like this isn't fair because I don't know. I feel like there was a lot that happened this season um and we didn't do this to one or two either so it's hard to like gauge it accordingly as well yeah and I mean just personally the later seasons are some of my favorites so like it's hard to judge the first few because I don't really care for (laughs) yeah Um, we'll rate it that way that's fine I'm probably just gonna stick right in the middle make a safe bet and say (laughs) unagi okay Um, okay just because, yeah, like, there was a lot that happened. I mean, even though neither one of us care about Ross or Rachel, like, that is a big storyline that carries through the rest of the series. Um, yeah. As well as, you know, a myriad of other things. So, 
Yeah, I'll give it that. I don't really know that I can expound on that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think I'm getting going to appropriately give this one the title, We Were on a Break. <laughs> that's fair. One, because that's when it got introduced as the season. Um, we had some really high points, like I think the one where Eddie moves in, that's a hilarious storyline. He's hilarious where he won't go. Um, but again, a lot of it was around Ross and Rachel, whether they were together or breaking up or on a break or not on a break, whoever side you're on. Like, it was a lot about Ross and Rachel overall. I do like that they're starting to hint at Chan- Chandler and Monica. Um, but yeah, I'd say it's probably just under, because I agree with you. I like some of the later seasons once Chandler and Monica get together and when Rachel's like at her, like when she starts working at like a, what is it, Ralph Lauren or a different, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember now. But anyways, yeah, we were on a break. Cool. That's <laughs> okay. appropriate. Now, Spotify sends us as podcasters um, our wrapped for the year. And I know people do this with their music, but I thought that because they had a lot of stats for, um, which had a lot to do with you guys, our friends, um, our listeners, uh, I thought it would be cool just to like popcorn through those real quick. So I will start. This category is we had a lot of firsts together. So we made the charts for the first time in 2021 on January 1st. We were on the charts in India for a total of 104 days, and our peak position was number 29. Yes, that's awesome. Um, I didn't know that, so that's even better. Um, I know, it's cool. We Some of these stats, guys, I'll be honest, Leanne does a lot of our show notes for these things, so um, some of these are new to me. So thank you. But number two, kind of number two, uh, we made some new friends in new places. We got our first streams in four new countries. and That's awesome. Pl- yeah. Yeah. Um, and the places that loved us the most, I am going to butcher some of these, are <laughs> Bosnia. I see why you went first. Um, okay. Oh, places that loved us that. the most. Bosnia. This one I'm going to butcher. Herzegovina. Something like Herzegovina, that. Herzegovina, maybe. Herzegovina, maybe. We, I apologize to the people that are listening from there. Um, yes. Tons of, uh, how do you say that one? Tunisia. Tunisia. Tun- Tunisia. Wow, that was easy. Tunisia, Ecuador, and Latvia. I do know those. Love um, it. So we, yeah. yeah, we grew this past year. Our followers is up by 112%. That's awesome. Our hours are up by 63%. And our streams are up 14%. Wow. Um, we had a few moments. 2,515 fans or friends, as we'd like to call them. Yeah, what we call friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, listen to us more than any other podcast. Wow. Thank you, guys. Which, that to me is crazy. Um, 65 friends spent their birthday listening to us. That's, That's an incredible sweet. stat. Okay. Um, 95 fans rang in the new year with us as part of our January 1st chart. Yeah. That's what makes me think that, because um, I was like, how do you get on the charts right on January 1st? But I was like, that probably led us into January really well. So yeah. thank you guys. 
71 friends listened to us on International Podcast Day. Awesome. And 22 fans listened to most of our episodes. I bet Beth was I, one of those. Yeah, that's Beth. <laughs> and many of the others of you. I know several of you have obviously reached out on social media. So we know that you guys are listening, which we love. Um, is it my turn? Yes. Okay, so around the world, 31% of our friends listen to us between 5 to 11 p.m., making it the most popular time. Awesome. And we, re- or we released 2,206 minutes of content across 33 episodes. We are well aware that we took a lot of time off this year. <laughs> but we I'm also like had a lot of life update things. So. Like 33 episodes? That's like... There's 54 weeks in a year, so we, <laughs> we, we took off a lot of time. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> That's okay. We have some goals for 2022, though, um, and obviously a quick shout out, all of you. Um, obviously, you contribute to those wrapped numbers, so now that we are tracking those, and because Anchor is a part of Spotify, we'll probably be getting those yearly, so I think it'd just be fun to compare and contrast each year as we continue to you know, grow and all that stuff. So um, goals for 2022, um, we have planned to get through season both four and five. We won't be taking off as many weeks as we did this past year. Llewellyn said it correctly and accurately. We definitely had a lot of life updates happening. I mean, we both had, you know, lost people recently and um, moved cities and states <laughs> and started new jobs and yeah. trying to make new friends. And so a lot happened and that maybe got on top of us a little, but we are going to make some headway in 2022. Yeah. Now, social media spotlights. I want to uh, share just a few little things. Um, the first person I want to mention wants to stay anonymous. So I want to respect this person's wishes, but they reached out and said, hi, I've just found your podcast and listening to the one with the two parties and looked up the Jack and Chrissy reference in that episode. It's a threes company reference and I'll send you the discussion I found. And so they sent off, uh, like a hyperlink for us to look at. So thank you for that. And they said, greetings from Sweden. So I reached back out and I was like, yes, friends, fans all over the world. Um, uh, Sweden, like how cool. Thanks for this. We'll take a look. And they're like, we don't want to be mentioned on the podcast. And we were like, oh, we like, can we just at least like mention? They're like, yeah, just don't use my name. They also said that they are a Chandler fan over there too. So thank you. Anonymous, you know who you are. Thanks for listening. Um, Another two um, social media spotlights, just as we are wrapping up the year, we got most of our conversations. um, We've mentioned them before. Menang Longkumar and Mahir Tambadia. Mahir sent us a couple more um, messages. Uh, They sent us several um, Instagram reels. And then they said, thanks so much for taking my name in the podcast episode 75. Very, very special for, uh, moment for me and um, and very thankful for that. Please see the reels above and not uh, – they're hilarious. Share them with the rest of the community. And then um, they asked if I had gotten the Harry Potter podcast on Spotify. I did go looking for them. Thank you for that reference. I haven't started listening yet, and I'm trying to find – 
one that has the actual full book, it might not be available on my Spotify. I have a lot that are podcasts that do one chapter per episode that they're reading, but that you can tell that they're not posting on a regular basis, um, which is a really big bummer for me. Um, but I will continue my search and I'm sure there's probably something on like YouTube. So I'm going to try really hard once I'm actually ready to read, but I'm very grateful for that recommendation, uh, recommendation here. And then, um, Manang, uh, Manang, uh, Lan sent us several Instagram things as well. Super funny memes and things like that. So we appreciate you guys interacting with us in that way. Our next, uh, social media spotlight Um, Unfortunately, I don't know their name. Their email um, is in Korean symbols. So unfortunately, I'm not able to shout you out by name. However, they wrote a super sweet email. Um, The subject line was, I'm your fan in Korea. They said, I'm a fan of friends and I happened to find this podcast. I'm an 18-year-old Korean boy studying English. This podcast really helps me study English in a fun way. Thank you so much for your talks. I listen to this podcast when I walk to school or take buses. It's so much fun. My favorite characters are Rachel and Chandler. I'm glad you too also like Chandler. Haha. <laughs> I'll keep streaming your podcast to the end. Thank you. Well, <laughs> thank you. That is so sweet. I believe you're our first Korean um, friend, so thank you for writing in. And then last but not least, we have Beth, who sent us an email in relation to the episode we just did, the one at the beach. So Beth wrote us quite a a little bit of a lengthy email, but I want to read it because it has some really good nuggets in it. She says, always great to get a new pod episode. One of my favorite bits may have been cut from the broadcast version. When they get to the beach house and Joey asks Monica, if me and Chandler were the last men on earth and you had a gun to your head, who would you choose? And Monica asks, which one of you has the gun? (laughs) That's good. Um, The show was definitely sowing seeds for a Monica Chandler relationship towards the end of season three, including during strip happy days. Chandler watches Monica with no pants on when she gets up to talk to Rachel. I did not even notice that. That's so good. Um, Oh, wait, I just lost my place. Oh, okay. Um, It does go back all the way to the first season. When Carol is in labor, Chandler says to Monica, if neither of us is married when we're 40, we should get together and have one, meaning a baby. That is also a great call out. Then this next paragraph is such a good one because it is in relation to kind of the weird bit at the end, which we, Llewellyn and myself, were both kind of like, what is happening and why is this funny? So Beth writes us, the dumb bit at the end was a reference that was old at the time. Tim Conway, known for the Carol Burnett show, had a series of shows where he played a dwarf called Dwarf who tried various activities and the shows were named according to the activity. So if it was about golf, it was called Dwarf on Golf, hence Dwarf on Dating. Tim Conway was a regular-sized man, but was filmed on his knees with his shoes under his knees. The explanation actually makes it worse, and it absolutely would not fly today. I think you are so right, Beth. You said, I hope you had um, or have a lovely holiday and look forward to season four in 2022. It is one of my favorite seasons, Beth. 
Thanks, Beth, um, and appreciate all of you who reach out. I'm so glad um, we kept this until this last episode so that um, we could shout you guys all out like this. Um, there's a lot of you who write in a lot, and then we were able to introduce a few more fans from Korea and Sweden, which I think is really cool. Uh, now, recommend to a friend, and we had, a, what is it, anonymous, synonymous? Unanimous. <laughs> wow. We had. <laughs> we both have the we same had, recommend. Yes. And it was probably like glowing unanimous like recommendation. Um, do you want to say it? Yes. Do we get a, what are, how far are we going? Like, do we give a spoiler disclaimer or. Okay. I don't think we should spoil anything. We'll give our recommendation. Okay, our recommendation is that all of you, whenever it releases in your country, because I don't know if it's released worldwide or just our country, but you need to go see Spider-Man No Way Home. Immediately. Whether you like Spider-Man or not, go see it. It's so good. Okay, if you do not want spoils, fast forward two minutes. Honestly, just like, we appreciate you guys. We love you. And we'll see you in season yeah, four. Because we're probably going to talk about this for longer than two minutes. So <laughs> That's just, so great. Just we'll see you here. next year. <laughs> Turn off the podcast. And okay, then come for back those once of you that don't it. mind, at least a little bit of spoilers. I, I don't want to give away really a, a lot of things. But if you grew up watching Spider-Man, especially the Tom Rain, I mean, Tom, uh, not Tom Holland, um, Tobey Maguire... Um, Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man. That's Same. who I grew up with. That's who um, I loved superhero movies because of their Spider-Man movies. That got me into my superhero um, kick and why I love them. So um, if you if you love them, be ready for a lot of nostalgia. Um, be ready for redemptive storylines. Be ready for a lot of into, like emotionally intelligent conversations between three guys that are superheroes. It's amazing. Um, be ready for an emotional not roller just, coaster. Oh my gosh! Be ready to cry. Don't wear makeup, ladies. Um, be ready to laugh, cry, be afraid. I mean, I was emotionally drained after watching this movie. Yeah, it had it had everything. I okay, I would honestly say that Marvel has not put out a movie, well, actually I guess it was Sony, um with Marvel characters has not yeah, put out Marvel. a movie like this since <laughs> since I don't even Endgame. give Sony credit. I'm like it's a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, since like since before Endgame. I mean, Endgame was its own emotional roller coaster just because of the, the culmination of years of cinematic movies coming together. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was, I, I left that theater and I was like, I, I don't know what I just watched because that was, that was outstanding. And Tom mm-hmm. Holland, like y'all, he was made to be Spider-Man. I'm just going to put it there. Seriously. He's so good. So good. And like, the his emotion like the way he portrays emotion isn't cheesy um the fan service in this movie wasn't in a cheesy way Mm -mm. um i think 
I think what was hard about Endgame is that it was the culmination of 10 years of intentional storyline working towards yeah. that one, like, movie. And the movie itself was good, but, like, the writing and the artistry and the storytelling and, like I said, the storylines of, like, redemption and... um becoming the best version of yourself and learning from your mistakes. Like I have never seen a movie artistically and like written and orchestrated so well. They did such a good job in this one movie that I do think it is different from Endgame in the fact that like, of course we were all wanting to see Endgame, but movie wise, it wasn't like the I mean, it was an amazing movie, but it's because you had to watch 23 movies to get there. <laughs> like, yeah. And you could argue that there is some element to this because of, you know, the first three Spider-Mans, then the other two Spider-Mans, and then just knowing the Tom Holland Spider-Mans. You could get the storyline without having seen all the previous ones, but you're just doing yourself a disservice, I think. Yeah. And I think um, one thing that I really enjoyed about this movie, too, is, like, sometimes I forget that Spider-Man is a teenager and is just a kid. That's because he's always been betray- uh, portrayed by people who are, like, in their 30s. <laughs> That's very true. But um, And they're like, he's in high school. And you're like, Tobey Maguire is, like, 27. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're all up there. Yeah, but... Um, Sorry, that's my chair. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like sometimes, like, I forget in, like, a lot of the movies that he, that went, since they've introduced Tom Holland, um, I mean, I also grew up with Tobey Maguire. I never watched the Andrew Garfield ones, so I have no, like, recollection of what happens in those movies. Um, but Tom Holland, I feel like the movies that he has been in so far, it's like you, you grow to see him as, like, he is a kid, but he, like, grows into this this amazing superhero and then they bring Mm -hmm. back this movie and it's like, Oh, let's remind everyone first and foremost that he is in high school, that he's, you know, like looking to go to college, that he's looking to do these things in his life and have friends and girlfriends and all that stuff. But at the same time, he's also this superhero that, you know, has saved the world and done incredible things. And so he's like living a double life. And I don't know. I just thought that they, they inner, intermingled his superhero and his personal life so well mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. And yeah. like the You're so right. The hardships he was dealt, the celebrations he was dealt, like just like seeing him weigh those and Tom Holland as an actor, like portraying them all phenomenally. Like I thought, wow. It, it was it was just so good. And if you haven't seen it, what are you waiting for? Seriously. I mean like you I have saw to, it like you have to go. Y'all, I saw it like what five days after it released, and I thought Leanne was gonna fly down here and like drag me to the theater because she was I so was mad. like, why are you not canceling your plans? <laughs> so mad. So mad. Uh no, and, and here's why. It was just like I just wanted everyone to be on the same like when you watch a movie that you're excited about, you want that other you want those other people to be on the same level as you. And it was like, I kept having to like, oh, I can't talk with you about it. And I really want to. So that was, that's the only reason why. But also, I literally made my sister, I called her and I said, "Um, have you seen the new Spider-Man? She's like, no. 
I was like, you have to go see it. And she's like, all right, well, like, we have a friend in town, and that's a holiday. So I was like, no, 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 I'm sorry. No, you need to go see it immediately. Like, I need you to add it into – I need you to change your plans. And so literally, she couldn't get in that night because it's sold out. And she's like, the only row that was open was the front row, and I'm not going to do that. And I don't blame her. I would not do that either. But she's like, so we're going to go see it at 11 a.m. tomorrow. And I was like, okay, great. And then I was like, you have to call me after. <laughs> so she did, just like I did with you, Luan. Um, but yeah, she literally wasn't going to see it, like, on time. And I was like, no, no. Like, I need you to be on the same page with me. We grew up on Spider-Man, like, Tobey Maguire together. I need you to go see this movie. So it was really good. It makes me, honestly, it's so good because it makes me want to go see the old Spider-Mans again. And I haven't had that. Andrew Garfield was never my Spider-Man. I watched them because, again, I love superhero movies. Okay, when I say superhero, I mean Marvel. DC kind of sucks. But I still sometimes go see them. Um, And I still saw the Andrew Garfield ones. But I don't remember their storylines as much because Tobey Maguire was, like, so... And I ingrained think it, in my brain. And I think it needs to be said, though, that, I mean, I've not seen Andrew Garfield either. And I'm I'm probably going to watch him now just so I can, like, understand his Spider-Man. But, yeah, I, oh, I do dude. have to say, like, It'll Andrew make... Garfield is is a good actor. I just don't know that Spider-Man is, the, is. Actor, is the person that he should be, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think he, I think, I think Tobey Maguire was a better Peter Parker. Yeah. I think Andrew Garfield was a better Spider-Man, and I think Tom Holland is the best of both. Because hmm. they played Andrew Garfield too cool, and Toby or Toby and Peter Parker is supposed to be like this geeky kid. Uh, he's not okay. just tech savvy, but he's supposed to be like geeky and nerdy. Yeah. And like yeah. Toby Maguire, they had him play that really well. Like he wasn't like well liked in school. He didn't have many friends. Whereas like Andrew Garfield was like one, he's hot, and two, <laughs> you're playing him like more of like a cool nerd, and that's just not Peter Parker. Yeah. So I think I think that's why like both of them did half of the role better than the other half. Like they swung in the opposite direction on both sides. But then Tom Holland, I think, is. He's a great Peter Parker, one, because he's young and he's talented and can play it well. And he's a great Spider-Man because he's athletic. He can like he can do like gymnast type things like front flips and back flips. And like he's studied that. So he's good at it. So he can do both. He does like his like a lot of his own stuff because he can. And I like that. And we can have him for longer because he started so young. Yeah. But Anyways, so we yeah, should probably so, stop talking about that. Ooh, we should. Yeah, we need to be done. Okay. Long, apparently, long story short, just go see the freaking movie. <laughs> just go see it. Yeah. Tell us what you think about it in the comments. There's probably only one, one or two plot holes that I've that I've noticed. Um, I'm probably gonna go see it again. Um, but I don't really care about it. It's just obviously no movie is absolutely perfect. But this is probably as close as you get, if I'm honest. Okay, friends, one last thing before we sign off for today. We just want to remind you that if you haven't had a chance to vote on our poll that we put on episode 78, um, this is your reminder to 
head on over to Spotify and find episode 78 and vote for the question that we ask you guys about the type of formatting you like best. Um, The poll ends tomorrow night so that if you are listening to this past 2021, um, the date is going to be the poll will end on December 31st of 2021. So if you have a second, we would love it if you could just pop on over to Spotify, find episode 78 and vote for that. If you don't use Spotify as your podcast channel, no worries. Um, You can still vote if you use Spotify in any way, shape or form. Like if you just listen to music on there, you can still head over there um, and search for it in in their podcast section and you should be able to vote. So we would greatly appreciate it if you guys don't mind doing that real quick. Um, Otherwise, yeah, that's all we got there. Uh, Okay, well, thank you for being with us in 2021 um, and continuing on with us into 2022, where we're going to kick it off, obviously, next week. And we're going to cover the season four opener, the one with the jellyfish. (laughs) Yeah, so we will see you guys in the new year on the One with Friends podcast.